following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to the, ho- the show. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And I have the flu, so I'm a little bit wonky right now. I'd like to welcome my favorite person and yours, my co-host and host of The Militant Moderate, Paul Michael Bolin. Welcome to the show, Paul. Hello, people. Hello, Summer. Uh, so what are we talking about today? Um, a couple of different things. One of the things we'll address is something you and I were talking about uh, before the show came on. Um, Dr. Phil's guests accuse staffers of aiding in alcohol and drug use. Uh, oh, it was the guests. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the guests are accusing um, the staffers, people that work for Dr. Phil, in uh, helping them get alcohol, helping them get drugs. And generally his guests are horribly flawed individuals. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if that's going to hold water. So I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of conflicted. Mm-hmm. Um, like you guys know, I, I always am really open about the fact that you know Paramount owned my ass for a really long time and still kind of does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had to do some really shady shit, not necessarily for Paramount. That's my disclaimer. Um, right. Over the, right. No. Over no. The Paramount. Years. Paramount is gold. Paramount is fine. Paramount does nothing wrong. They yeah, are exactly. pure as pure as the driven snow. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. But um, I I have to, I got to be honest. I mean, I've had to secure drugs for online actors. Again, not not endorsed by Paramount, but I've over the years done some really shady stuff because I've been asked to. (laughs) And for anyone that follows us on social media, you know that I'm just a white girl, you know, big blue eyes, long blonde hair. I definitely am not uh, who you would expect going looking for drugs. Mm. And when I was about 18, 19, I got sent on a drug run um, for a very well-known actor. Also got lost in Compton, and uh, that was a whole different thing we were shooting down there. Mm. But I... I Nowadays, most most places deliver. Yeah, nowadays, most places still deliver most stuff, so... Mm. Yeah, that that would have been nice to know, but mm. I was, you know, I was I was an assistant at the time, so I just went and did what I was told. Um, I I want to say like there's a part of me I love Doctor Phil, I love what he does. Right, he's given out more help and more money um, than anyone else on television ever, and he's given it out in the form of rehab, in the form right. of you know, in in ways that can really help people. But this is still television. Plus, he's, <laughs> he's still backed by the Queen, right? Doctor Phil. Yeah. Yes, he is. Okay. He is still. So he's still he's, backed by Oprah. She's still to to the closest thing we have to royalty in this country. Yes, still, still yes. to Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I, I love Oprah, but I gotta say, I I'm conflicted. It's still television, so it is believable to me that this is going on. Um. Because why the hell wouldn't it be? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said in the break, uh, I think the David Mamet said like the key to if you're if you're stuck writing a scene, give the dumbest guy in the room a gun. So I think maybe uh, throwing a little crack at some people who may not be that make some interesting TV. I don't know. I mean, we're we're this close to Thunderdome, people. You know. Okay, we're talking some Jerry Springer level crap here, though. Right, and I remember they had a thing uh, where I know that they were hiring actors because I know a few of them that per- appeared on on the Springer yes. show. Show, <laughs> but all their, all the interaction between them before they got there was between his underlings who had no who weren't telling Jerry what was going on either. Yeah, and that's so Jerry, and that was so Jerry could have plausible deniability that you know this person was for real. And that's kind of what I'm thinking might have gone on with uh, Dr. Phil. I'm thinking... Yeah, because Jerry, Jerry also paid for a hooker with a check. So, you know, just saying. All right. <laughs> Dr. Phil's never done that. Um, he's he's pretty faithful to his wife, but he's one of the few in Hollywood that, like, you know... So if you work in entertainment, you kind of get... This is for everyone listening. Uh, you kind of know who's screwing around and who isn't, uh, depending on what your circle is and where you work. And you kind of know who's done who, and like everybody knew about freaking Bill Cosby. I keep saying that um, there are just things you you do know, and Doctor Phil does not have a history of screwing around. So I don't think we need to worry about him with hookers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if he would know. Meaning, I, I don't know if he he pulled yeah. Jerry Springer and is like. Yeah, if an associate producer wants to bump up the segment or something like that, yeah, I could. Because yeah. I would do some shit like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd be like, okay, TV ratings are getting mild. We can't get that Catch Me Outside chick on again because she kind of took over and that was a problem. Mm-hmm. Who yeah, do we have I... to drugs? Come on, I'll get you some meth. Like that. <laughs> we need to film you getting meth. Ah. Uh... Yeah, and they I, do film them getting drugs. Mm. They do film that, and so <laughs> I'm I'm conflicted. I don't know. Well, I'm gonna wait for it to like you know work itself out before I you know pass judgment on this thing thing because everything's crazy these days. So yeah, I I, I got to give you that, but I still I got to call it and say I think that's what's going on. I do. Yeah, I know. Doctor Phil is Doctor Phil is one of those characters that uh, he, the people look at him as self righteous. So there is a large contingent of people who just want self righteous people to be caught in a seedy motel with either a dead hooker or a live boy. You know, one yeah. of the two. <laughs> but that's that's exactly it. It's but there isn't. I mean, there is a history of him doing. You know, like he uh, he cheated on his first wife and married Robert. Uh-huh. Um, but he was very, very open about it, apologized to his first wife, even since then has given her additional monies and things because he feels that she would have gotten it had they stayed married. Right. Um, so he has his own share of stuff, but he's always handled his stuff pretty well. So everyone kind of wants him to fall on his face. Yeah, exactly. People, the people are just waiting for the good guys to fall down. Yeah, it's, it's tall puppy syndrome. Mm. Um, so we'll track this as it goes, but like I, I, I made a couple of calls and everyone's on vacation, of course. Um, but people I know don't know anything about this, which means something happened just for anyone, to, for anyone that doesn't know. 
um, the minute someone's like, well, I've heard rumors, because everyone's heard rumors about weird stuff, but as soon as somebody turns around and goes, nothing ever happened, I don't know what you're talking about, that means something happened. So something's going on. Um, yeah, there, there's something there. There's something there. But, you know, I mean, I don't know if it rises to the top. Yeah, that's it. but that's exactly it. Are we talking about a rogue producer or are we talking about, you know, a Dr. Phil mandate? So we'll have to keep posted there. Um, speaking of horrible, horrible things, the worst movies of the year are out, the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I always have my own list, list, but uh, let's go off and see if I agree with these. Okay, number 10, Reese Witherspoon in Home Again. Oh, uh, she's involved with a young guy. She yeah, hasn't got, put out anything good in years, so I, I'm not surprised. Got nothing, haven't seen it, so, yeah. Uh, which would speak to it. Queen of the Desert, don't even know what it is. And I love Nicole Kidman. Okay, yeah, got nothing. Baywatch. Um, that was a heaping pile of garbage. Yes. <laughs> that was a heaping pile. Uh, yeah. the, best, the best thing I heard online was The Rock's films cannot fail unless you put Zach Efron in one because he can't get a film that swims. Mm. <laughs> no, they, they spent, like, what, 10 minutes on a joke of a guy getting his erection stuck in the slats of a chair? I have never seen this film, and I didn't know about the erection joke. What happened? Uh, that's no. That's it. Just it, they just beat a joke to death, and it's, you know it was written by some guys that I really like, like the uh, uh, Thomas Lennon, Robert Ben Garant, i.e., Deputy Junior and Officer Dangle from Reno Nine One One. One, but you know, yeah, that was just a bad idea. Well, it could also be you can have great writers, great actors. Hell, you could even put Zac Efron in it. We have to separate him from good actors. Mm-hmm. And um, He's done some good work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but anything good he's done has flopped. Or when he was a child. Oh, when he was a child. <laughs> Alexis is piping in from the background. As an adult, the man has not done well. He's not more attractive, and he's great on Pinterest. Um, yeah, he, he is that a great good, he, movie yeah, about, that, the about the what? The boat. Oh, the boat. The boat. Charlie St. Cloud. That was the oh, only, like, oh, he's oh, a yeah, yeah. good dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to see Zac Efron as a dramatic actor, so. Oh, the, I really liked him in the Neighbors movie, so, you know. But yes, he was really secondary there. You put the rock, like, rock, I don't like the rock. <laughs> For anyone that has not heard this show before, I do not like him. Um, he's, he's caused me a lot of grief in my lifetime. <laughs> but... <laughs> If you cast him in a film, you're assured at least making your money back. Mm-hmm. Zach Efron is the literal opposite of that. If you put him in, it's like a crapshoot. Uh, so the only way uh, to make The Rock's movie lose money is to put Zach Efron in it. Um, who is the director? If you're saying the writers were good, mm-hmm. as much as I pick on Zach Efron, he's a very strong actor. He really is. Um, so who is the director? Uh, you know... Off the top of my head, I have no freaking clue. Alexis is looking it up because that would be my money. If you've got the writers from Reno 911, mm-hmm. you've got a strong set of actors, Buck stops with the director. Yeah, even though they have written some, well, they did read a, write a movie called Taxi with Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah. So, you know, it's not like they bat a thousand. No, you know, but it, it's a good but concept I'll defend, of strong I'll actors. Defend, I'll defend Hell Baby to the day I die. That was, that was <laughs> freaking funny. All right. 
I'm, I'm still stuck on Ugly Americans, so everyone has their, uh, they took that off the air and that was my love. Um, number seven was Justice League. I never saw it, I have to admit. Yeah, and I didn't see it either, and I think that's something that can be said. And who, yeah. is, who is Seth Gordon? Okay. Uh, I, all right. I, yeah, as far as Justice League goes, mm-hmm. um, I don't know anyone that saw it, and that could be part of the problem. Like, we, we all got invested in the Avengers, uh-huh. so we will tolerate it. Pardon? Right. So we'll tolerate it, but we're not going to, like, we, we just jump straight into a Justice League. It's not even like you've got Christian Bale as Batman. I, I don't know what to tell you. Um, okay, so Seth Gordon, I don't know who the fuck he is or what he's done. I, I blame you for Baywatch. <laughs> it's that simple. Makes sense. I blame you for Baywatch. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, the Snowman. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. That was every... That the serial killer uh, tried tracking the, down a serial killer thing. It is derivative. Yeah. It is the same thing we've seen a thousand times. It, a thousand probably better. Times. Probably better if you're drunk. If you watch it, just saying. Well, like that. <laughs> we are going to go to break. When we come back, we'll go through the five worst movies of the year and see how Paul's list compares with this list. Spoiler alert: We're going to be talking about Tom Cruise and probably Zac Efron again. Mm. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bowen, host of The Militant Moderate. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with co-hosts Thomas Rosenberg and Ronnie Langer-Kroger. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as we speak with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Where can you learn about EasyWayPromotions.com's social media marketing, brand positioning, and more? Easy Talk Live. Where can you get tuned into celebrities in the business world? Easy Talk Live. Where can you learn about entrepreneurment? Easy Talk Live. Every week, host Eric E.Z. Zuli and his celebrity friends talk about global causes, offer tips and tricks that you can use right now on social media, and give you the chance to promote your projects on Easy Talk Live. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you ever given any thought to what is behind your insurance coverage? Many of us don't think of it as more than that premium you pay on a regular basis. Of course, until you actually need to use it. On CYA with Rhonda, you'll learn to cover your assets and find out what all of that insurance mumbo-jumbo really means. If you're looking for a lucrative career option, Rhonda Lukey will explain how to get into the insurance business. Listen live every Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening. 
listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. Welcome back. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with host of The Militant Moderate and your friend and mine, Paul Michael Wallen. I'm trying to adjust my microphone. Alexis moved it. I'm just going to blame my assistant. <laughs> uh, I'm just, that's, that's my new thing. I'm blaming her for everything. She's full of it today. But nobody that's, believes me. <laughs> that's not a new thing. It really isn't. <laughs> it doesn't work because everyone I work with knows Alexis and mm. they know me. So nobody believes me, Paul. <laughs> nobody believes me. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't fully believe you either. Hi, Alexis. <laughs> so, yeah. <Yes>. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I, 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 I understand. When you hire a dominatrix for an assistant, you get a very controlling assistant. So she likes to keep everything in order. Also, yeah. note to anyone out there, seriously, hire a dominatrix as your assistant. They keep everything organized. I, I, I'm definitely somebody who needs a rudder, you know, so I would appreciate her every day. Direction, Paul, you need some direction. Um, so I do want to give a quick shout out and say, if you can tell us what your worst film of the year is while we go through this list, we have giveaways from Adrian Alcantara Hair Studios, Arrowhead Water, Aspen Mills Bread Company, um, float, the float therapy spa in Huntington Beach, uh, Smashbox makeup. I mean, you name it, we've got giveaways from it. We're going to be doing a giveaway from the LA Lip Squad today. Uh, I'm dying. I'm usually a really fast talker, but I can't get air in quick enough. Um, I'll go through the rest of the giveaways later. We have a whole bunch of free shit to give away. Write it in and tell us what your favorite thing was, and I'll give you like an ATV ride at Offered Rentals or a free trip somewhere, or screw it. You guys listened to last week. I have the list there. Mm. <laughs> like, screw it. Just listen to last week. They'll give you the list. Um, the next worst film was The Mummy, starring Tom Cruise. Yes. That is number five on the film list. The worst. I didn't see. Yeah. Tom, Tom, I did. And I'm in completely in love with that uh, that lady who does the uh, who played the mummy in that thing. Yeah, and I think Tom uh, basically started one of the worst movies of the year and one of the best movies of the year. So uh, yeah, American Made was fantastic, where he played the pilot flying uh, cocaine into uh, and a maraud of other things into Florida from Central America back in the yeah, 80s. He's, he's kind of a weirdo, so I have trouble with him. Um, I know that the Scientologists really have their hooks in in Hollywood, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but like Leah Remney put together a show about people getting out of Scientology after she got out. Mm. Um, and, and we've been told, like, we've been offered money to put together a show, lock her up under contract, and shut her up. Mm. So anyone that's involved with that shit, I don't trust. Mm. Like, it, it's, it's that simple. Like, Fair enough. I like Leah Remney. She's really nice. They should not be doing that to her mm. um number four is geostorm i don't even know what this is uh that was where the <laughs> uh, weather where the giant weather control the satellite thing goes nuts and causes storms on the earth which was released right after america got hit by about four hurricanes oh that's fucking brilliant so timing advice on how to get water from their 
Mm. We were giving people advice on how to get water from their heating from their hot water system. Right. So people didn't. People will go to the movies to escape real life. They don't want to go watch that shit. Right. There was pretty much a documentary to certain parts of this country. So yeah, yeah bad timing. Not a great movie, but yeah. You know. Um, the Book of Henry. I, I don't know. What this is. Never heard of that. That. Uh, uh, Naomi Watts. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Naomi Watts. I like Naomi Watts, but she does a lot of indie and not good indie. Like you do good indie, Paul. She don't do a good indie. I don't. Do I good did. Indie she that often, but yeah, that's. <laughs> you've done. Yeah. Good indie. You've done film. She she doesn't do good indie. Um, I've done indie, and I do not do good indie. Like there are just some people that do not have a talent for that sort of thing. And sorry, mm-hmm. I, I hate to slam on my Aussie girl, but she's one of them. And I um, think the next movie you're going to mention is actually in my top five of the year. So go. Valerian and the City of a that, Thousand Minutes. Yep. Yep. That, I love that freaking movie. You know, I've heard such mixed reviews about it's it. It's amazing. I mean, people, people complain about how there's no good original sci-fi. And then when people put out original sci-fi, people hate it. No, it's the same guy who gave us the fifth element. And it feels a lot like that. Oh, that would be cool. I love yes, it. Yes. Luke Besson. And the worst film of the year was 9-11 starring Charlie Sheen. I don't, I've never seen or heard of this movie, but that just sounds like a train. It shouldn't exist. I just did. Fuck it up, Hollywood. uh, Okay, five people trapped in an elevator on that fateful day. Okay. All right. All right. That, that. Uh, yeah, who who greenlit that one? I'm just saying. I don't know, but I want to find out. Like, I want to find out who. The I have to see this now. I have to see <laughs> the movie now. So that's that's funny. And I'll try and see it before next week. So. So you can yeah, please do and tell us about it. I uh, I'm I'm a little horrified. Who the fuck put Charlie Sheen in that movie? I don't I don't know I don't know. <laughs> You know, he's done good work in the past, but... Come on, guys. All right, and uh, let's see, so far... If this is not a film by Seth Gordon, I'm going to be really upset. (laughs) No, I didn't didn't see that on his IMDb page. page. But I I think, uh, you know, for me, the best movie of the year, let me just quick review. Uh, it's, It's a movie that everybody's talking about on the Internet. And I personally think it did justice to the characters that have been with us since the beginning and justice to the characters that were introduced in the last movie. And we said goodbye to some old friends. And we saw a rebirth of the central female character and kind of left us with, like, I would say, a sense of awe and where is it going to go next? So, you know, in my opinion, uh, Pitch Perfect 3 was probably the best film of the year so far. Excellent. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pitch Perfect 3. I like that. Yeah. Um, and the worst film of the year. Oh. And dude, whoever keeps writing Star Wars was the worst film of the year on my Twitter. I'm not like I, I'm going to keep deleting that shit. Yeah, I like my camel. I haven't seen the film. Fuck you. I saw um, it. It was fantastic. So whoever says that, he seems to have a problem with Mark Hamill's political leanings because this is like just a racist tirade <laughs> on Mark Hamill's political leanings. So I'm not sure this is a true review on the film. No, it's a troll. It's a troll. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars was great, okay? It's going to wind up in my top five. So, uh, and nee, 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 nee. <laughs> so your worst film of the year? Uh, you know what? I kind of got to go with The Mummy. 
you know, that was just a giant hot mess. It was a big, expensive with, you know, top actors and just, yeah, you know, and completely shut down Universal's idea to uh, bring up the Mar- the uh, Universal Monsters universe. Oh, I completely, I got to tell you, if that was me, I would have probably, we, we would be, there would be like a little epitaph online, you know, uh, executive throws herself from the building hmm. and lands on Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, these the, the studios just kind of have to give patience. They got to just go with the Avengers, you know, because again, the, like like what's the issues with some of the uh, ju- the DC movies or the or even uh, that Mrs. Uh, Pentagreen's home for yeah. special children along with the Mummy. They're trying to think three movies ahead without trying to make a really good movie to begin with. Yeah, and Universal. I got to give. I I love Universal. Um, mm-hmm. But I got to say, you, you kind of, Tom Cruise is not bankable like he was. Mm, if no. you're going to remake The Mummy, put Will Smith in it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He makes his, anything bankable. His movie got, uh, that debuted, uh, which I haven't seen yet, Bright, uh, which debuted on Netflix. Apparently got like 11 yeah. million views its very first weekend. So if you yeah, can ask if you exacerbate that out to what an average ticket cost would be, what it would have, what it would have made in the theaters, it's a huge success. Yeah. But yeah. everything he touches turns to success, unless he does it with his son, apparently. But um, I will defend After Earth. I will. I will. I will defend that movie. I actually like that movie. <laughs> I've never actually seen the movie, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking out of my butt here. Um, you know, there, there are some good films and some bad films, but the reality is, to me, The Mummy just looked like a John Carter. A bunch of people got fired from Universal over it. Right. John Carter got rid of the entire entire top layer of Disney executives. For those that don't know, it anybody wasn't a bad film. With, yeah, anybody who was involved in the marketing of that film uh, should That's be where they got. very little demoted. They know? were all fired, actually. <laughs> a lot of my friends got promoted because they just literally took like a, 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 a whiteboard marker and like wiped everything off of an eraser, got rid of the whole top layer of marketing. <laughs> they were really angry. Mm. Um, and then I'm not surprised. And then, of yeah. course, I think, I don't know if it's out yet, but there's actually a big scandal coming out from Universal now uh, about sexual harassment, which is no shock. Ah, the pervalanche <laughs> continues. Okay. The pervalanche continues, yeah. yeah. I've got friends yeah. of mine, like, asking for, for statements saying that they didn't sexually harass me. And I'm trying to explain to them, I'm one person. Like, me giving you a statement's cool, and I will because you didn't. But that is not going to help you. That's just saying I didn't sexually harass this one chick that I work with. Yes, this person I acted <laughs> like a professional with. Yay, just the this, one. Just this one. This that one was, time. Yeah, like, this one time. Like, yeah. I'll do it because you guys were awesome, but I, I don't think that'll help you. <sighs> I think you're you're kind of lumping this wrong. Um, but a lot of the big guys that have done stuff, we have not seen exposed yet. Mm. And a lot of the big guys that haven't done stuff have gotten in trouble. So it's, it's really interesting to me. Yeah. Um, we're missing some of the top rung that have done some really bad things. And I'm just waiting. <laughs> I'm just waiting, twiddling my thumbs. Um, but when it does come out, it's definitely going to come out uh, from the News Diva, who's our guest today. The mm-hmm. News Diva has a Twitter has a Twitter feed that features all of the newest news stories, um, lots of celebrity gossip, lots of news news, lots of everything. If you want to know it, she's a great person to follow. I follow her. 
Um, and a lot of the content we get for this show, I steal from her feed. <laughs> like, a lot of the stuff we talk about, I steal directly off of her feed. Um, yeah, even right now, I'm, I'm looking at it, and they're talking about Emily Blunt's Mary Poppins, which I've heard uh, is really, really, really uh, fantastic. And then now Dr. Phil's in trouble for accused of promoting treatment program in exchange for airtime. So... Um, again, I got to defend Paramount. That's my parent company. We are going to go to break. Paramount, please don't have done anything wrong. I always get in trouble defending you. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with the host of The Militant Moderate and my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. When we come back, we are going to be on with the news diva. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with the host of The Militant Moderate and my co-host, Paul Michael Bolin. And I'm still really stuffed up with the flu, so you guys will have to bear with me. My normal... uh, cadence in my speech is just not there i would like to welcome to the show the news diva hey summer hi welcome to the show thank you hi paul hello so i have to tell you i've gone through um your feed i follow you 
Uh, that's how you yeah. end up on the show. You have you're not partisan. You simply put out news, and you cut out a lot of the bullshit. There's no, no um, there's no, uh, in, you know, there's none of the what, what's it called free. Uh, uh, there's no native advertising. There's no none of the nonsense that comes up on the news sites now. That's you true. literally I just my have best. news. I'm sorry. You literally just have news, which is That's- a very <laughs> it's an endangered species now. I have to agree with you. I tried very hard to um, not have an opinion, just posting the facts. You know that I the way I you know find it. You know when I choose news articles to post. So I try to stick to that. I don't, I don't cave into. I don't cave into what everybody else does. You know. Well, that's it, and I love I love your feed because of that, and because there is no native advertising. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, native advertising is when a company pays you to embed their advertising like a news story. You'll uh, find a lot of native advertising on news sites now, and you won't find this. Um, if you follow the News Diva, which is on Twitter, it would be uh, the News Diva, T-H-E underscore News underscore Diva. Now, um, for me, that's a win. I love, I yes, love how is. well you screen your stories. Um, yeah, well, you've got- a lot of companies, you know, a lot of companies, you know, will DM me, you know, direct message me and say, hey, can you promote our product or, you know, an event or whatever. And I stay away from it because I, I really would be selling myself out. And I don't want to do that. Well, you have a you have a really big following. You're very very popular, um, and a lot of people, a lot of the chatter around your site really comes from that direction. You you haven't you haven't got um, the native advertising. You haven't um, pulled in a partisan opinion. I got to ask you, how hard is it? Because I know how much I pay. Like I know how much I pay people for for native advertising, and how how much gets thrown around on the products and everything else. How the hell do you keep your integrity and do it with a popular site? That's that's a I, unicorn. I mean, that's really yeah, I, a unicorn. I stay true to myself. I really do. I just I refuse to bend, you know, for anybody. And um, and I've been, believe me, there have been many, many deals that have been offered, you know, to me. And I ha- always turn them down and tell them, you know, if I, di- if I did that with you, I might as well do that with everybody. And I, I just stay away from it. I think it's really important. You know, when I first came on Twitter, I've been on Twitter, it'll be 10 years next, 2018. I came on Twitter in 1998. And, um, no, I'm sorry. 2008, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, in 2008, and watched it grow from this, you know, new type of platform. I, I wasn't a Facebook kind of person, and I wanted that immediate gratification. I wanted that one-on-one response that you get from Twitter. And I stayed and just watched it grow to what it is now. I've seen deals made on Twitter very quickly, you know, and I've seen relationships grow and I've seen friendships begin and and so you have this opportunity to reach millions and millions of people on a daily basis and so you have to be on point it it, what became a hobby you know turned into a full-time devotion to getting the news out there you know 24-7 I think it's fantastic so I mean you've been with Twitter since Twitter was an egg you've been really with it since the beginning that's right. 
since everyone was it, eggs on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, it was just really, it's really interesting because when I first came on, there must have been less than 100 people. And so we kind of got to know each other, you know, pretty well. And then all of a sudden, it started growing. More and more people were hearing about Twitter and coming on board. And I thought that was fantastic because, you know, the more the merrier. And then I just watched it, you know, celebrities, you know, really put Twitter on the map. And politicians Mm -hmm. put Twitter on the map. And athletes put Twitter on the map. And uh, you just kind of, you try to find your place on Twitter. You want to figure out why, why Twitter and why not Facebook or why not Tumblr. You know, you have to figure out the reason why you want to come on Twitter. And then once you do that, then you have to find your audience. You know, what do I want to promote on my timeline? And so I said I wanted to promote the news, but I didn't want to give uh, preferential treatment to any side. I just wanted to post as is. And if you read it and you like it, great. If you don't, that's okay, too. If you have an opinion about it, then tweet about it. And so I leave, I, I leave that to the uh, decision of, of the reader. I don't say, you know, you have to believe, you know, what I'm posting to you, you have to like it. I, I, I don't go that way. Well, I think what you're doing is fantastic. Because Thank in this you. day and age, we really can't reach out for news outlets. Mm. Um, I'm going to get in so much trouble at work. <laughs> we <certainly laughs> can't trust news outlets. Seem to be to the, the, the Twitter. News. Yeah, you see, you seem to be the Twitter out, the Twitter version of the Associated Press. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Which is good. And it's it's very very good. And I know a lot of celebrities that follow you. I have friends of mine that are writers on a lot of the late talk shows and a lot of the late comedy shows that are directors and producers there. They actually get their news from you. So a lot of oh, people you. follow you to, I know I do, to pull content. Um, I know a couple of guys over at The Daily Show that do. I know, you know, a, a lot of people from Comedy Central do. And I, um, I, now. Now Paul's going to. <laughs> I, I am. I'm following you right now. Okay. Um, but I know a lot of people in entertainment that actually go directly to your feed because it's the only place where you're not finding native advertising and you're not finding a lot of these things. It's, it's, uh, just died in the wall news. And that's, like I said, that's an endangered species. Um, a lot of the writing questions I'm getting where you're concerned right now are how did you grow your news feed? How did you get your feed so popular? Well, I grew it by just posting, you know, articles of interest, and it took off from there. People were like, you know, thank you for posting that article. I know I wouldn't see it anyplace else, and I really scrub the news all day, every day. And it, the more articles I posted, the more people, you know, followed. And then what occurred was I created new feeds, that it would post 24 hours a day. And that's when it really took off. And I would go, you know, I would go to sleep, you know, and wake up in the morning and have all these followers, you know, overnight. So I knew that it had to do with making sure that I chose organizations that had articles that were worth posting and sharing, you know, with the public. And then I started getting messages from people from all around the world where they were like, you know, in our country, we're banned from reading certain things. But when we come on Twitter, we can read your stuff and know what's going on in the world. So that, that's when I really got the light bulb 
And I said, wow, you know, I, I better make sure I stay on top of this and, and, and do my best to bring all types of articles that people would find interesting and want to have up-to-the-minute news. And I think that's wonderful. I have to ask you, um, you've done, I know we have to go to a break in a minute, um, and then we'll be back and talk some more about this. How I, I'm, I'm reading right now, I, we've got lists and lists of questions, and everyone's really asking uh, a lot of questions on how to grow their own feed and that sort of thing, but the biggest question that's sticking out to me from people is why did you decide to do this and avoid the payoff? Well, I think it's know, awesome, I, by the way. <laughs> I'll thank you very much. I, I wanted to stay true to myself. You know, it, it, I could make money all the time. That's, that's the problem. But, you know, I chose to take the high road and just post what I find interesting and hope that every, everybody else catches on and, you know, reads it, and maybe it inspires you, maybe it angers you, maybe it makes you want to be a better person, maybe you want the gossip of it all or the celebrity of it all. You know, I, I put it in your lap and say, here, you know, this is, this is what I'm doing. This is how I represent myself on Twitter, and I hope you enjoy the experience. Well, I think there's a lot of integrity in it. I love that there's just news in it. What made you decide to go with news? Everybody else tweets about themselves, and I, yeah, I, you do not want the notoriety, even us trying to get you on here. Like we're, we're trying to push you, you know, out in the spotlight, and you, you really want to focus on, on the news and on your feed and on the integrity of what you're doing versus taking the accolades. Right. Well, you know, Twitter is, you know, can become a me, me, me kind of network, and I didn't want to do that. You know, everybody does that. You know, people sit on their timeline and, and they post and put pictures and look at me and this is what I'm doing. And, you know, but nobody puts out what's going on in the world. And that's why I wanted to stick to news and say, this is what's going on. And there have been some articles that have shaken people to their core because they didn't know what was going on. And so I said, that's, that's going to be my niche. And thank goodness for Twitter analytics because it really shows you the type of people that read your timeline. You know, it tells you, you know, you've got this percentage of people that come on your timeline to read music, this percentage for celebrity, this percentage for, you know, news. It, so it really broke it down. So when I, saw it, when I saw that, that's when I said, hey, I'm ready to just do news. And I didn't want it to be about me. I wanted it to be about the news. I like that very, very much. Um, we are going to go to break. When we come back, I am going to do some giveaways and I'm going to ask people to go through some of your articles and I'm going to have you choose a question. Um, somebody has to go through one of your articles to know. Okay. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with special net guest, the news diva, and of course, my co-host and the host of the Militant Water, Paul Michael Bolin. We'll be right back after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com What defines your success? Is it success in your business? Success in your personal life? Is it more money? Is it meaningful relationships? How about your passion? Listen for Taking Care of Business with host David Wallach. 
David's guests share their challenges and what they did to overcome them. What if you can let your passion for success lead you to your success? Taking Care of Business is broadcast live every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Why? Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, Paul Michael Boland, host of The Militant Moderate, and our special guest today, The News Diva. If you are not following The News Diva on Twitter, jump on Twitter and follow The News Diva. Um, We are talking about news here without native advertising, just news, nonpartisan, non-anything. Welcome back to the show, guys. Thank you. So we do giveaways every week. I know we send um, our guests, so we'll be sending you a gift when we're done. And we always love to do giveaways for the audience, either ATV rides or makeup or whatever they want. There's a whole list, and I don't have enough breath in me to go through our partners right now. Um, (laughs) I think we're going to give away something from LA Lip Squad. We're going to give away a ride at uh, Off-Road Rentals. Um, And I know we have some stuff from Smashbox and a whole bunch of different places and uh, some some uh, day spa things for Sedona Float Spa and one in Huntington Beach. So that's that's this is me very very medicated. Um, you guys can have whatever you want of those things. I'm just going to put the list up online. Tell me what you want. If you can answer this question by the News Diva to get the answer, you're going to have to go through the feed and find it. So do you have a question for the audience to track down? Make it a hard one. <laughs> Oh, dear. What celebrity do I tweet about the most? Who's my favorite? Oh, I like that. So if you can tell me what celebrity the News Diva tweets about the most, we will send you one of the free things on the bloody list. I'm just putting it online. I don't have the breath for this right now because I'm about 15. I have to read off. 
So I'm posting online because I don't feel well. Um, <laughs> sorry, I have, I have the flu. Um, so we were talking during the break and you said that, you know, you don't really get approached by all of these people that are using your feed to feed their news. That's correct. I, th- I think that's fantastic. Um, I, I think I just gave away Hollywood's little secret. <laughs> I, I know everyone's using you, and I think I just gave away the secret. Um, and, and I may get myself in some trouble there. I like that. I always like to stir the pot. Um, I'm going to ask you, what is the thing you like seeing on the feed the least? Yeah, I know you'll have a lot of people thanking you for putting out the news, but what is the most the most difficult thing to post or the most difficult thing to deal with online? I, I never I never like to post about death. <laughs> you know, I, I hate especially when it's involving children. There's a lot of news items, you know, where children have lost their lives or children are struggling and it and it hurts to post yeah, it, but I know there's somebody out there that may be experiencing it or going through it. And so I try to um, you know it, it takes a heavy heart for me to put out those kind of posts. I understand that, especially... It's hard to avoid him. I did the Vegas shooting on my podcast and, you know, talked about that, and that was probably the least viewed so far, so... How did you oh, not yeah, cry? Yeah. People don't, yeah. don't want to, you know, people don't want to hear about, you know, children, you know, dying or pets dying or being mistreated. You know, it hurts because you want to do something about it. You get angry about it. And so when... I have to post those type of articles to show you about the cruelty that exists in this world. Um, it, it, it hurts. And that makes sense. Unfortunately, it's something that does exist in the world. So if it's not being put out and people don't know about it, it's much easier to turn a blind eye. Well, that's um, what, you know, that's what it, the thing about Twitter is you reach people that you don't realize. Uh, the, the one direct message that knocked me out um, more than anything was this guy that um, I can't even remember the country he was from, but he was saying that, you know, um, their, their news is controlled every mm-hmm. day. So they only hear about what's going on in their country. So when they allowed them to have access to Twitter, they saw this whole new world, you know, of what's going on in the world. They didn't know. And I thought the guy was joking. I thought he was pulling my leg. I said, come on, you didn't mean to tell me that you didn't know. He's like, no, it's, it's that controlled. And I think, I think that's, that's why. So is that not the strangest thing? When I in 2017, I, there are countries that are so controlling of what they want you to see and what they want you to believe that they keep everything else away from you. I, I wish I could say that that's surprising, but there unfortunately are a lot of countries that do that. And I think that's what makes you so important because you are on a social media outlet. You have access in a way that a lot of news organizations don't. Um, they're not keeping you out the way they are a lot of news organizations. And it's not surprising that you have the following you do and the popularity that you do. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm thankful to be in a country where you have the freedom to post whatever you want and, you know, not be judged on it or be held accountable to it. There's free speech. 
you know, and that's what it's all about. It's got to be free, free so speech. Yeah, I mean, either it's all okay or none of it's okay. So exactly. I, I agree with that. That was hence the argument with Kathy Griffin. I did send her that picture of you, Paul, by the way. She is going to be posting it. She's actually going to be posting that photo. Um, uh, yeah, I did a video where I made the disembodied head of Kathy Griffith, just to be fair. And she no. she actually liked it. She liked it, and she's going to be posting it. Oh, good God. Um, next <laughs> <laughs> so, I only wish her the best. It's not a thing. Whatever career path she decides to take from here on in, you know, I only wish her the best. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not necessarily the uh, not not a good environment. But I'm very grateful, and I can say um, I'm saying this to the news diva. Thank you so so much for putting out nonpartisan news. Thank you very very much for being on social media because we are all inundated with our own ideas. People are constantly swamped by things they agree with. We mm-hmm. tune into news feeds that we agree with. We tune into things that we want to hear. Mm. And you cut straight down the middle. You don't take one side or another. I've never seen a partisan or a personal post there, um, which is why your your feed gets robbed. For and that's got to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you know, it's, it's a commitment. It really is. It really is a commitment. Yeah. Because there's many times when I was like, you know, in the beginning, I was like, should I put my opinions in here or not? You know, is this going to set somebody else off, you know, or am I going to get trolled, you know, if I do this, yeah. you know? But then I said, let me just cut it right down the line. I try to do what you do, which is, you know, at the beginning, just say everything, you know, just state the mm-hmm. facts, say what, what, this is what happened, this is what's going on. But then I can't shut up. So, you know, <laughs> in comes the opinion, and you're talking to somebody who voted for both Bernie and Trump. So, you know, you're talking okay. to this. So, I have found wow. a way to piss, piss everybody off. So, That's yeah. right. I, I, like I said, I'm left of Lenin, so I'm right there with you, Paul. It's <laughs> every, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm from Australia. Like, we're, we're, we border on socialism. Um, oh. I just... I think what you're doing is wonderful. I know you have a lot of followers. I know you have a lot of followers in the entertainment community. Um, For instance, they're not saying it on behalf of, I know the guys from Jimmy Kimmel rip you off. (laughs) I know the guys from the (laughs) Daily Show, the Late Show. Like, I know who rips you off. Um, Oh, my God. Thank you so much. You mean Jimmy Kimmel's actually getting real news? Yeah, he gets it from her. (laughs) I know all the writers. Oh, my God. I mean, just let's just breathe that in for a second. Okay, yeah, all right. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. I'm done. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Paul quits. We are going to go. We have to go. He doesn't now. have an excuse then. Jesus. All right. <laughs> we have to go. Paul, breathe. I want to Moving. say thank you yep. to the, diva, the news diva. Guys, if you're on Twitter, which everyone on here should be on Twitter by the number of people I talk to on a daily basis, um, Follow the News Diva. It's T-H-E underscore News, N-E-W-S-D-I-V-A underscore D-I-V-A, the News Diva, underscore between each word. Get nonpartisan news. Um, it's, it's to the minute. It's really, really a great place to go. And, of course, we've got about 30 seconds left. I'm going to say tune in to the Militant Moderate. Paul, where can they find that? Uh, they could find me on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and <laughs> iTunes. Follow me on Facebook. You know, I'm still learning all this stuff. So, yeah, and, of course, the channel's we'll on YouTube. We'll put up a link to Paul's stuff. We're going to yeah. put up a link to Paul's stuff. Um, we do every week, so we'll put up another link to Paul's stuff. And, of course, we'll put up a, ne- a link to the News Diva. 
I do want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Happy New Year, Summer, and Happy New Year, Paul. Happy, happy New, New Year, Year to all Year your Year. listeners. Thank you, and Happy New Year to everyone out there. We'll be talking to you next week, and again, uh, next year, we'll, we'll talk oh, to you yeah. guys next year, and thank you to the News Diva for never selling out, because that actually helps us a great deal, because half the news you get off this show, we steal from her. This is <laughs> Behind the Scenes. I'm Summer Helene. We'll talk to you next year. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.